What's good, y'all? Hope you guys are doing good. For me, it's another day in paradise, or like how we used to say it in the AV world, we're just living the dream. So today's episode, I'm going over the gray area, my favorite area, and I'm gonna explain why you'll most likely find me standing on the middle ground of shit because at the end of the day, there are always at least two sides to every story. And I'm also gonna let you guys into some friend drama that I got going on. So hope you guys are interested, keep listening, and keep in mind that shit is not always black and white. going on guys welcome to another episode of the rap hour podcast i'm your host the only cool raul that you know okay so before i get started y'all y'all are probably thinking why is it called the rap hour when i'm not even talking about rap um well for one today's rap mostly sucks ass so fuck that and for two well those are my initials and it's my hour or so that you guys spend listening to me so that's why i'm calling it the rap hour um, actually, funny story, when I was in high school, I wanted to be a rapper. Um, I wanted to be a, uh, a rapper for Bad Boy Entertainment, you know, work for Puff Daddy. Um, yeah, but anyway, that was that's high school. Uh, moving on, moving on. Oh, uh, shout out to DJ, that's my dude, that's my homie from high school. Shout out to Bean, that's my other brother from high school. Uh, without those two dudes, I never would have been a high school rapper. Uh, anyway, so now that that's out of the way, just wanted to remind you guys about my blog at 50 Links. The link is in the description. Check that out if that's your, if that's your sort of thing. Also, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow me at the Rap Hour Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Okay, so what is the gray area? Uh, to put it simply, it is the place between right and wrong. It's like the uncertainty of a situation. It's like maybe. It's like uh, depends on the situation type thing. Gray areas can be found in a lot of situations, and I'm going to go over them. I'm going to go over a couple of them. Uh, relationships, for one, are probably the most common, and you guys probably go through these with every relationship or with every person that you meet. Um, are you guys just dating? Are you guys just hanging out? I know if friend of mine hates that term hanging out because there's no definition to it and that's exactly what a gray area is it's no there's no definition to it um or are you guys just friends with benefits just hooking up um do you guys act like a couple when nobody's around or do you guys only act like a couple when nobody or when you're around people um is it like the hallmark movies and you guys just hang out for certain situations like weddings parties bar mitzvahs uh quinces you know whatever the fuck are you guys in a situationship where nothing is really defined and you just go with the flow? Do you not talk about the future because you just want to worry about the now? Have your have they met your friends and family yet? Um, the thing is that in the beginning, when you guys you know first meet each other, start hanging out, doing you know whatever it is you're doing, it seems fun. It seems like you know there's no expectations, there's no strings attached, you know. Um, but let me tell you, if you guys continue going down that route, someone's going to get hurt eventually. Trust me, I've been through that. I used to have a friend. Uh, she was a friend. Then she became a friend with benefits. And then from that, it led to, um, I don't know, I guess my dumbass inviting her out to hang out with my friends. Because I know that she, I, I knew that she was at home not doing things. 
anything and she was bored so i'm like hey why don't you come hang out with me and my friends and you know that almost became like a weekend thing sometimes even during the week you know when me and my buddies would have like barbecue nights or like my buddy would you know my buddy likes to cook so whenever he cooked food you know he told me to invite her and so i did and you know we were it was all badass you know but it's it seemed um that our friends with benefit agreements kind of grew into a situationship, almost into a full-fledged relationship. Because at the end of that, you know, whatever you call it, um, you know, there was supposed to be no strings attached, right? There was supposed to be no... Uh, if she, if she met somebody, if I met somebody, you know, that was, you know, that was, it was supposed to be cool with us. Right. But anyway, she ended up meeting some dude and I got upset. Um, um, I got upset and I retaliated. I ended up hooking up with some other girl and, and, you know, she found out through looking through my text because I was drunk one night and, uh, she was looking through my phone to try to get a hold of my buddy. So, you know, he could take care of me, whatever. Anyway, so she found out. And uh, long story short, it, yeah, it it felt like it felt like a breakup. It really felt like a breakup, and you know this gray area that we that we were in turned dark really, really quick. Um, so in my retail, you know, going back to my retaliation, you know, my revenge, you know, whatever. Uh, Cheating in relationships is also a gray area and can be a gray area because what do you classify as cheating? I mean, you got physical cheating you got mental emotional cheating um is cheating you know when you kiss another person on the cheek or on the lips i mean some cultures i mean they do that it's a, it's a sign of respect or is it or do you consider cheating when when you start get emotionally involved with another person that's not your significant other um people see that as cheating as well i think I would probably view that as cheating as well but i mean it it, it depends on what you guys defined as cheating in your relationship because everyone has a different view of what cheating is so if you're going through any of those things that i've mentioned or you have gone through them those are the gray areas in relationships that i was talking about um to maybe to make sure that you don't get hurt at the end maybe you should define what the boundaries are before you start getting involved with somebody um just because you might think you know what you're doing really you really you kind of don't so you know be careful with all that um next great area that i want to talk about is uh, guns and gun control um there's quite a bit of a divide with this one especially with all the shootings that have happened in the most recent months and years and all that you know it hasn't been a uh a shooting in a public place where people get shot at injured you know and and possibly die that's never I mean, there's never i mean that's never a shining moment in our country's history like it's it's a tragic moment um and because of that there's people that want the government to step in and take the guns away from people um you know do do away with our with our right to bear arms um but people with the guns are saying fuck it come and get them and see what happens to you some people feel like guns are the, the issue and that guns kill people but in reality it's people who kill other people they don't need to have guns to kill other people they can kill other people with their bare hands we've seen it in the news happen We've seen these killings where the guns aren't involved. We've seen humans kill other humans without guns. Um, to some people, guns are more than just a hobby. It's safety. It's their protection. And to the people who don't like guns are the ones that are scared and upset with the people with guns. Look, you, you can look at things either way, okay? 
the if less civilians had guns, then maybe there'd be less murders. But that could also possibly lead to an increase of crimes. So the other way, if more civilians have guns, then there'd be less crimes, but possibly more murders because people are crazy motherfuckers and those motherfuckers test other crazy motherfuckers. But look, people who are strapped, they feel protected. They feel that they can protect others. They provide protection for their loved ones. You know, sometimes they, if they see a situation happening, sometimes they take violent matters into their own hands. Um, we've also seen a whole bunch of vigilantes in the news too. Um, although, you know, the law might feel differently about, you know, vi you know, people shooting other people or standing up for other people and all that kind of shit. But at the, the, at the end of the day, is that they are still protecting other people. And that's what... I mean, we should be looking out for each other regardless, okay? Um, look, a person can try to rob a store, they can try to... or they can try to carjack somebody, and they had... And, uh, and the victim had a gun to protect themselves with. Well, it's quite possible that in that situation, the victim can kill the robber or the carjacker. I mean, shit, try that in Texas. You don't get away with breaking into somebody's house. I mean, we'll shoot you, and then we'll ask questions later. Um, you might be able to get away with it in Austin. Uh, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, Austin may, Austin used to be cool and weird, but now it just smells and the tacos sucks. Look, this is, this, this is something that both sides can argue about every single day, all day. Um, I have a lot of friends that feel one way and the other friends feel the, the opposite way. You know, it's just something that I don't see a solution to. I mean, maybe there could be more of a thorough background check before a civilian can buy a gun. Um, definitely more psychological tests. Maybe check to see if they're in, in on any kind of antidepressants or any kind of like uh, prescription that can alter a person's mind. Um, could there be a better way to regulate, regulate things? Yeah, sure. Um, but look, at the end of the day, People can kill people with or without guns. Guns don't kill anybody themselves. Um, speaking of killing people, th this one gray area I've thought about for the longest time, whether or not to talk about it because it's a gray area that no one likes to think of or talk about. Um, so fuck it. I'm going to do it. Uh, hate on me if you want, whatever. Uh, this is a real-life subject matter, and if you're lucky, you won't have to go through this. Um, euthanasia, okay? Not the euthanasia that makes some ugly-ass basketball shoes nowadays. Um, I'm talking about euthanasia, putting people, uh, not to sugarcoat it, putting people all out of their misery, you know, if they're suffering, if they're laying in the hospital bed and there's you have no way to end their suffering, you can end their suffering, um, it's just not human. I don't know. I mean, some people can see it as humane because you're ending someone's pain, but also you're practically, you're, you're killing somebody really. Um, as a doctor, as a nurse, you constantly, you constantly see patients all day, every day. Some of them, most of them are suffering and there's only so much medication can do for them sometimes. Um, morphine stop working and it's killing you seeing them suffer it's got to do i mean I, I can imagine like i can imagine that it does something to you psychologically that that you just sometimes you can't take it anymore there's a lot of doctors and nurses that go see seek therapy because there's so much shit that they see i mean imagine i mean put yourself in their situation seeing the suffering of people in in all kinds of hospitals all kinds of clinics uh, but what if there was a way to help that person suffer less, not not suffer at all? 
including their families. Because when a person is laying up in a hospital bed in pain with no end in sight, I mean, your family is going to be affected as well. They're, I mean, shit. I hate seeing people suffer. Trust me. If my mom was in pain that nothing could take away and there was a slim to none chance of her getting better, what would I want for the doctors to do it? I know my mom would. If she wanted me to, if she, if she was, if she signed whatever kind of waiver, whatever kind of forms for her to be like, this is totally my decision. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I hate, I would, it would kill me to see my mom suffering. And I can imagine everybody's going to feel the same way seeing their parents suffer. Especially when you know there's no end in sight. Uh, I mean, she, yeah. So, I mean, to, go back, to answer the question, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to see my mom suffer. But do I want to lose my mom? No. But I don't want her to be in suffering. She's already told me that she doesn't want a machine being the only thing that's keeping her alive. She doesn't want us to go through hell watching her go through hell. So, as much as it would hurt me, I would probably say yes and agree with, you know, my mom's choice and, you know, want to go, want to get an injection just so, you know, she can ease the pain. Um, because then I know that she would be resting um, and no longer in, in pain. And, and none of us want our family members to be in pain. So... I, is that a right or wrong answer? I don't think there is. Um, it's gonna boil down to a. It's gonna boil down to a humane choice, you know, a moral answer. So I don't know. Uh, should it be legal? Maybe under the right circumstances. I don't know. I mean, I think it is in some parts of the world. The benefits to having euthanasia legal or less strain on the family on the medical staff uh as heartless as this is going to sound but there'll be more machines and supplies to go around the hospital and the obvious top choice would be there's no more suffering there's no more suffering for the person um yes we would have to live with the decision that we're the ones that agreed or or made the choice to to end our loved one's situation but in the end like I said, in the end, there's no more suffering. And again, if you, I mean, let me, I'll, I'll try to, tr I'll try to sugarcoat it now. If, if you don't want to think about it like that, then think about them as zombies that are trying to eat you. Your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your best friend, your wife, your husband, your dog. They turn into zombies and they're trying to eat the shit out of you. What do you do then? What do you do then? I mean, you don't want them to be a fucking zombie. So yeah, I know that's probably not a great area that you are, uh, or were thinking about, but. Um, you know, I was watching this show on Hulu, uh, some, you know, some time ago, it's called Freakish. And that, you know, that's kind of what got me wondering or, you know, thinking about euthanasia and this great area that it's surrounded by, you know, it's, it's, like I said, there's just really isn't a right or wrong answer to it. It's just more of how we as humans feel about another human. Yeah, the gray areas in life don't pertain to just a couple of situations, a couple of everyday situations. Some gray areas have answers that are not always going to be the right answers. They're not the same for everybody. Um, other gray areas, like sports and kneeling during the, the national anthem, look, 
how are you going to be mad at someone kneeling when you're probably sitting on your ass on the couch drinking a beer criticizing the home time the whole time because I mean, I don't stand up for the national anthem if it's if it's televised, you know, like even in the bars. If I'm in bars like most of us, like not, I would say 98% of us in bars when the national anthem is being televised before the game, no, hardly any of us are standing up, paying attention, having our arm across our chest. I mean, it's just, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. But when some people are starting to do it, when some people are kneeling, that's when we have a problem with it. Look, do I agree with it? No, I really don't. But the thing is... There's been so much shit that has led people to feel that this is the only way to get people's attention. So in that regard, shit's not right. Shit must have not been right for shit to have come to this conclusion, you know, and we're still divided on that. Um, Take it how you take it. Yeah, just take it how you take it. We all have different opinions, different points of views. Um, Look, weed is another gray area that the majority of us want legalized, but for some reason, and I'm not getting getting into conspiracies, it it's not legalized. It is in some states, but not everywhere, and there are some uh, regulations when it comes to that. Um, look, it may not be a gray area for you or for me, um, but it is for other people because they associate it with drug dealers. Drug dealers lead to violence and people who kill people, you know, um, people who deal more than just weed people who do more than just weed you know they might class they might still classify it as a gateway drug but you know whatever um we all know many people who do use it and it's more than just a habit to them it's almost a necessity because that is how they deal with anxiety that is how they deal with stress that is how they deal with pain um because prescription pills that are given to them from a psychologist because they're bipolar you know because they have bad anxiety issues that that totally changes your personality 100 percent. i mean you're basically living like a damn uh, i mean i don't want to call you a vegetable but i mean you don't, you're not the same anymore you're you're almost just going through the motions and who wants to fucking live that way so weed has been the number one thing that helps people cope with all these things and also weed helps you you know relax too you know especially with you know especially with people that you work with because there's a lot of people that you work with i trust me there's a lot of people that i work with that i just want to punch the hell out of because they're fucking annoying they're fucking idiots you know whatever the case may be but you know weed calms people down um again this is my point of view this this is this is me speaking from the gray area um talking about both sides as best as i can i know i might be like going over some things pretty quickly and not exactly like breaking them down um but i still at the end of this at the end of the day from this podcast i just want to make you guys aware of there are more sides than just the one side there's a b side there's a c side not everybody's gonna feel the same way look at things the same way as you do um people want to defund the police again i get it i don't think that's the smartest move but that's that's some people's choice i mean who are they gonna call when this shit is a fan you know not the ghostbusters they're retired just like with guns maybe there should be more psychological background checks who the fuck knows you got good cops out there you got bad cops out there um and those bad cops just seem to fuck up everything for everybody else i got a cop buddy of mine that i'm gonna try to get on this podcast and and talk about his you know his point of view you know his his perspective he's a uh i've known him for a long time he's you know he's almost like a brother to me he's a good dude he's a good dude but yeah so i'm, I'm gonna try to get him on uh this podcast later on but dude look i can go on and on about great areas and shit 
I don't even I didn't even talk about if we opened up too quickly quickly during this pandemic or not, because that is a big ass gray area. And we are totally fucking divided about that. But that, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. But look, at the end of it all, we're still divided on every single important topic out there. And nobody seems willing willing to come to the middle ground to talk shit out. No one wants to listen to each other. It's either their way or as our folks used to say, the highway. Nobody wants to believe that they might be wrong. Everybody is right in their own eyes. You know, everybody's full of shit and that's that. Now, you might think of these types of situations that you already know what you're going to do if you were in these situations. But the thing is, Nobody knows what they're going to do when they're in those situations. It's so easy to to give out an answer when you're outside of that area. But as soon as that as soon as you're in that area, shit becomes different. That's when you have pressure all around you. Like I said, it's not always black and white. We're not computers. We're not a bunch of ones and zeros. We have emotions and sometimes those emotions get the better of us. Can't just look at every single thing and make a choice only by looking at it from one point of view. Shit, do you try new clothes on in front of the mirror and do you do different poses and shit to see how you're going to look in that dress or in that suit or whatever you try going whatever you have going on? Why don't you do that for other types of situations too? I mean, you're taught as a kid to look both the left and the right side before you cross the street. Why don't we do these things with important situations? You know, not everything is going to be answered from the blue party. Not everything is going to be answered from the right party. Look, I understand you can't please everybody, but the thing is you can try. You can try, and that's what I'm a big advocate about is trying. You you can try every single day to make tomorrow a better place. That's what happens when you mix black with white, left with right. You get the gray. The gray is the middle ground between them both, okay? The middle ground is the interesting place. That's where you have both sides coming at you. That is a place I feel like it's the best to meet up because that's where you get everybody. Look, I remember, I, I was a sophomore when 9-11 happened, but I remember... Uh, the whole country, yeah, the whole country coming together after 9-11. Yes, it's a horrific, tragic event that took place in our history, but what took place after that? I mean, we became almost like a one country with 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 no divides in between us. I mean, it was, it was like like I said, I was a sophomore. I don't, I might not remember some parts, but I remember people talking about it as I as I've grown older that. America has not been, has not come together like we did on September the 12th, uh, 2011. The fact that it took something like that to bring us together, it, I don't know, shows me how divided the country is, shows me how fucked up the country is, and yeah, it just, it just, it sucks. You know, it, it, this divide between us all, it sucks. Um, I'm just saying, from the middle, you can see both sides, you can hear from both sides, uh, you can build a better understanding from one extreme to the other, you know. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> okay, so before I move on, I just thought of another great area that I, that I want to talk about. You know, it was it was really tough. Um, this great area was, was a really dark moment in our country's history a few months ago. And, and I'm going to get real personal on this one. You might not agree with me on some things, and that's okay because, you know, we're all different, Okay. I didn't take sides when people were rioting after George Floyd's death. 
Um, I didn't take any sides. I, I chose to stay in the middle. I chose to stay quiet during that dark moment because during that time, whichever side you chose to be with, you were going to get burned alive from the other party, from other people. It, it was almost like it was a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. You know, it was a dark moment and it, you know, it, it seems like it's even more difficult to talk about it. Um, because what if I wanted to be on both sides? What if I agreed with what you were saying? And what if I agreed with what they were saying? You know, what if I cared and still care about both sides? You know, it, it nobody was having it back then. And it seems like nobody is still having it now. Um, there were a few people like me that did care about both sides, that still care about both sides. What upset me, some, you know, what upset me a little about the situation is I have friends that posted certain things about if, if you're not standing with them, if, if you're not, if you're being quiet during this whole situation, then you're against them. You know, even if like me, even if I wanted to just stay quiet about this whole situation, because, you know, both sides might be right. Both sides might be wrong. I mean, it's it was a tough moment to be in, you know, not just for the family member, not just for the people affected. It was, it was tough for all of us um, all the way around because that situation, it, it divided us more. I mean, sometimes I don't even know where to begin. You know, there's a lot of fucked up shit that has been happening and is still happening and yeah i i don't know where to begin a lot of the times um it's so easy to sometimes for some people it, it's so easy just to pick a side um you know I'm, I'm i've always been one to you have to look at both sides you know before you make a final decision but sometimes there's just so much corruption there's so much just fucked up shit in this world where you choose, you know, you you almost feel forced to choose a side, uh, an extreme side, you know, sometimes. And, uh, you know, each, it seems like each generation has had their own shit to deal with and to overcome. And right now this is, you know, I don't know what it was like living through or, you know, living through the world wars. I don't know what it was like living through Vietnam or, you know, anything like that. It just... Like I said in my first episode, I feel like all that shit that we had been going through in the previous decades and previous centuries, just it's bundled up and it's just been dropped on us like a fucking bomb here in 2020. And we can continue to uh, just look at the bad things and live like that. Or we can take the bad things, learn from them and try to make your life better. Mainstream media, they always spin shit around, you know, to to uh, increase their viewers, their listeners, their readers, or whatever. You can do the same shit with whatever is going on in your life. You can spin it around for the positive. Excuse me. Okay, I've I've got off topic. Let me let me get back in here. Um, look, whatever. Those that know me personally know that I care about them. Know that I care a great deal about everyone. I mean, shit. They know that I want the best for everyone, and then they know that I want them to want them. I want for them to want better for themselves. You know, so I didn't need to prove. I didn't need to post something on my Facebook, or on my Instagram, or wherever to prove to other people who don't know me that 
I am the kind of person that I am. I, I at that point I didn't care anymore because whatever I said, I was going to get crucified from one side or another. Okay, and that in itself, I was like, "Fuck it," you know. I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try because there's some people out there that that need to know where you stand. You know, they don't need to know what kind of person you are. They need to know what your political views are. They need to know. They need to know what color you bleed. When in reality, we all bleed the same fucking color. Okay, if that's all you need, if a post of a simple Facebook post is all you need to make judgment on me or anybody else who choose not to take a side because we care about both sides equally, then, you know, fuck it, so be it. You know, I, I really don't care. Um, that's what I'm going to say about that. You know, I'm not trying to sound hippie or anything, but, you know, treat others as you wish for them to treat you. Want for others what you want for yourself. And, you know, sometimes I feel like being stuck in this middle ground, being stuck in this, you know, gray area, you know, it's kind of a life of hypocrisy because you can lean one way towards something, but given a different time a day or whatever, I mean, you can lean towards the other situation. You know, you're playing both sides. Um, so, yeah, it, it does feel like, you know, you're being a hypocrite sometimes, like you're being two-faced sometimes. But at least to me, I feel like that is the most logical way of looking at things because you need to see sides you need to hear every single story bef before you make your judgment call you know whatever you want to call it um but okay moving on moving on a buddy of mine says that when deciding on important topics the middle ground can be the best of both worlds you know without keeping the bad parts by coming together and being objective you know, take the situations I mentioned earlier and instead of using one extreme to decide what to do, take both. Throw away the bad parts, meet in the middle, and then see what happens. Maybe you as a person would be better off. Maybe the world, us as a human population, would be better off, you know. But who knows? Who knows? I might just be talking out of my ass. You might have just turned off this podcast a long time ago. Look, at the, at the end of the day, people need people to listen to them. That's that's whether it's their friends, whether it's a stranger, they just want to be heard. OK, and when you don't get heard as a baby, what do you do? You throw a fit, right? So unfortunately, this is what's going on. You get riots because uh, as peaceful as these protests have gone, um, they feel like those those people feel like they haven't been heard. And so they have to get your attention more drastically. And so this is what happens. Again, I'm not taking sides. I'm just laying it all out there on the table for you to see. Here's the thing. When someone is trying to explain something to you, do not take offense. That's what that's what pisses me off about people nowadays is that, like, people are so offensive to every single th fucking thing. If you don't agree with it, it's fucking offensive for you. Everybody's so soft nowadays. You know, we get we get offended by every little thing. Look, picture yourself in their shoes and see how they are feeling during this whole time okay you really don't know what life is like for the other side okay look let me challenge you why don't you do this why don't you meet with somebody maybe it's your friend or a stranger or you know somebody you know that don't uh, that have choices that don't line up with yours and and just talk to them have a conversation with them and ask them why they see things why they agree with things 
the way they do and then you know maybe if they're interested give their side okay but this is you know this is not a challenge for you or this is not a challenge for them it's a challenge for you because i want you to see life through their eyes you know through their situations okay i want you to learn something from somebody else okay open your mind if there's one thing that i can get you to listen to is that an open mind open hearts to closed doors and i'll probably dive into that more into my blog because that kind of seems uh, a little weird what i just said an open mind can open a heart to a closed door okay so yeah that's it what i got about gray areas and middle grounds and 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 all that kind of shit so now let me get into my friend drama that i told you guys i'm gonna talk about a little bit because um i need some advice okay uh i'm gonna call them mia and michael it's a guy and a girl I'm going to try to keep the details very short to hopefully keep their privacy. Um, I've known Mia for practically all of my life. I've known Michael for half of that, um, probably. Um, I've known that Mia has had some hard times during her adult life and has really scarred her. Uh, Michael is a self-proclaimed asshole, but, I mean, dude is like a damn teddy bear. Um, anyway, so Mia had been going through some really bad shit. Um, she was having a hard time finding motivation. She was she was feeling lonely at the same time. Uh, I should backtrack a little bit. Um, a few years ago, I, I introduced Mia and Michael. We were all hanging out. Um, I wasn't trying to hook him up. I wasn't trying to set him up as just... You know, I was out with, with Michael and some other friends, and then so I just invited Mia just to come along, just to hang out. And they we all seemed to have a good time, and we were all cool with each other. Anyway, they became friends too, like, you know, acquaintances, or Facebook friends, you know, we'll call them that. Um, so my buddy, you know, I was talking to my buddy, and, and I told him a little bit what, what Mia has been going through and, and how she's feeling. And, and she, he told me that he's going to try to get a hold of her, you know, because... They live in the same city. I live in a different city. You know, I'm four hours away. He's, you know, however many minutes away. So he tries to get a hold of her, you know, calling her up, texting her, like trying to get her to come out with him um, to have a good time. Just, you know, forget about her situation and all that. And so she finally agreed to. And the next day or a couple of days after that, she fucking calls me up and she's fucking yelling at me. She's crying because she had such a shitty night with him because of him you know um i'm not getting into details i'm just gonna say that she said he made her feel uncomfortable uncomfortable the entire night so yeah she had to convince herself to go out and have a normal night and that backfired and that's why she was very upset at herself and she was crying you know she was all like why do i go through these types of things with all kinds of men i hate all men you know that she was in that type of mood um i know that she's gone through some shit and still going through some shit and i know she's one not one to lie about anything you know she'll she'll call you out on your bullshit her bullshit you know it's just that's how it is um i know my buddy isn't one to try some bullshit either i mean the bastard has cock blocked me a few times with the girls i've called dips on but i mean and he can be a little handsy sometimes when he's drunk but to have somebody say that he made them feel uncomfortable i mean that that's to me that's that's not him i don't know him like that um but during this whole situation too he i know he's been going through his own personal shit i know he's been having a hard time as well um so i don't know 
I don't know. Maybe he hasn't been in the right mind of things lately. And maybe because of that, he did try some shit. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know that doesn't give him right to, you know, to act the way he allegedly did. Um, who knows? You know, who who knows? Um, I know dudes love to take advantage of vulnerable women, but uh, him, I don't know. I don't want to believe it. I know Mia isn't one to talk shit, you know, especially with, with what she's been through, but it's also could be what she has gone through is the reason why she could be talking shit, you know, because she, she could be you know, you know, like I said, you know, she's she might be scarred through her through her past, so she's looking things at a different point of view, and so his actions, you know, might have triggered something, and so it made her believe that, you know, he was trying something when really he wasn't. I mean, I I, I don't know, I don't know. I haven't talked to them since the incident. Um, like I said, I haven't talked to him about it. I know he's been dealing with some shits, but I need to. I need to, it's, it's already been a few weeks and I, I need to find out what happened, you know, at least through his eyes. Um, like I said, I'm hesitant cause you know, my buddy's recovering from something and you know, I don't want to be in this added stress and, and shit, if it's fucking true, like, what do I do? Um, and she doesn't want an apology. She doesn't want to see him or hear from him again. Kind of sucks. But, uh, anyway, that's my shit. And, uh, glad not too many of my friends listen to my podcast and I'm glad I also have different circles of friends. And so even if they do listen to my shit, then they probably won't even know who I'm talking about. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's it for today, guys. I feel like I did throw a lot at you, a lot of, uh, not so happy shit at you. And, but you know what, hopefully it opened your mind a little bit. Uh, there's always, more than one side to a story and that applies to more than just stories you know uh don't forget that also don't forget to check out my blog at 50 links.com please share and subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear i am found on just about every major platform so if you have any suggestions questions confessions feel free to hit me up on facebook or ig at the wrap our podcast um thank you for listening be safe do good and i'll see you guys later